And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. She's a broadcaster who can't wait for Disney to finally launch its slate of films in the Little Orphan Annie cinematic universe. It's Allie McKay. And he's a comedian, writer, and lifetime subscriber to Pencil Enthusiast Monthly. It's Greg Fitzsimmons. Chef Jeff is here to let you know that he will adopt your baby, as long as your baby is a cat, and also he won't adopt your baby. I'm her husband, Daniel, so hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little honey sesame cashews. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate inspired by one of my guests was sent, <coughs> excuse me, was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By uh, Amy Middleton. And yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts Patreon. of fun stuff. You can get bonus episodes of my Patreon podcast. The Friend Zone just did a very juicy episode with Stephanie Wilder Taylor. I have one coming up with Greg Fitzsimmons. I just put up a call for questions and uh, hashtag AMA, which stands for, and I feel like you probably know this, Ask Me Anything, where people can ask me anything. No question off limits. Uh, and I will do a solo episode with myself. If my publicist passes on the request to me, uh, there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. You can see videos of the Thursday show. This one that we're recording right now, you can see it. Wow. One of my guests put rollers in her hair this morning, but claims that her hair is already flat. Is it true? I don't know. Only the Patreon people find out. Subscribe for a year. Get two months free. What a steal. Or you can just do month by month. It's really up to you. Okay. I am so excited. Oh, and also you can submit carbohydrates. I always forget that part, even though it's like I kind of need to connect the dots on that one. Anyway, I'm so excited for this episode and the guests. Allie McKay, welcome back. Thank you. Oh, your studio audience is so kind. Thank All you. the way from Maine. All the way in Maine. Yeah. I mean, your hair has a lot of volume to me. You're really nice. Um, humidity has set in. It's a lot of hair, and it's a lot of hair to just go flat. Greg yeah. loves this conversation. He can't get enough. Yeah. What I try to do is I do the foundation, the mousse, mousse for right. the sides, and yes. then I work a gel on the top. Helpful. Yeah. Also, yeah. joining us, my childish co-host, my friend, someone who's never joined the Thursday episode of Allison Rosen is your best friend, but has wow. been on the Monday one-on-one -on -one version of my show myriad times, Greg Fitzsimmons. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, Allison. It's good to be part of the uh, the other parts of your world. Um, mm -hmm. At you. some point, we're going to actually have our families get together too. Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, yes. <laughs> but what if what if it doesn't work? It'll totally work because my daughter is obsessed with little kids and she <laughs> will fall in love with your children. And uh, I think Daniel and Aaron, I've both talked about, you know, curiosity about swapping type stuff. I think so. Did you know, and I discovered this on, well, I don't know if I discovered it, but it's come up on my other podcast, Upworthy Weekly. 
that a pineapple is like a symbol of swinging. Really? If you put a pineapple on your lawn, that indicates to other people that you're interested in swapping. And you're tacky as hell. What do you mean a pineapple on your lawn? Like Uh, an actual uh, pineapple? No, no. (laughs) Okay, let me bring in the other people so that they can weigh in on whether they would like to swap partners and put a pineapple out. Mm. My husband, Daniel, hello. Hi. Welcome. I think, I think a flamingo means you just like to watch. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's, it's all, all the 80s yeah. symbols. Uh, and then right. Jeff Fox, hello. Hey, also, it's good to be here, but not really be here because I'm on the other side of town on Zoom. And now I'm confused and I don't even know what's happening anymore. Well, it's like an internet thing. Was that something that I said a long time ago or recently? Because I feel like that's like always with me. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> it's timeless. Now you're really confused. I swear, the pineapple thing. And my old dentist uh, in Orange County, and I have a new dentist in Orange County. I refuse to go anywhere dental that doesn't take an hour and a half. It's just something I'm committed to. Um, and I hope my old one isn't listening. I don't think he is because I don't want to hurt his feelings. But anyway, uh, his website was like festooned with pineapples. And I was just like, this guy loves a tropical theme. But now I don't know what to think. Yeah, a pineapple is a symbol of swinging. I well, think it Peter also- North, the famous porn star Peter North, who was his trademark was uh, the bukkake shot. He was he was the master. Is this a clean show? No. Okay. I mean, not anymore. He uh, he's famous for the bukkake shot, and and the female stars he worked with have always commented how delicious his bukkake shots are. And he says pineapple the night before a scene. He eats pineapple. That's yes. Kind. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. that's why. I remember hearing, like, way before I was sexually active, but when I think I was very invested in appearing sexually active, I remember hearing this, that pineapple was supposed to sweeten the situation. Is that, does anyone know if that's true? I've heard it's true. Okay. From everyone I've been with. (laughs) I I think this is hype hype from the Pineapple Council. (laughs) Right. Oh, Allison's in the pocket of big pineapple. I guess yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm on the dole well, from... Wow. No, wait, no, that doesn't work. So, You've so been dole whipped. Right. <laughs> oh, it's <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> what, Daniel? Um, so wait, so specifically it's about putting a pineapple, some sort of pineapple symbol outside of your house? I don't know if Is it has to be said? outside. I don't know where it like, has to be. Are there just people who walk around neighborhoods looking for pineapples and then they're like oh and then just knock and and then there and you go it. i mean is I it like trick-or-treat for swingers i don't really know how it works but i know that if you go on to like the swinger talk section of tiktok you will see pineapple emojis i know that jeff i'm sorry for your search history but could you look up pineapple swingers oh boy i have a I, pineapple lamp in my laundry room do Uh-oh. you do you find that you get uh, married people who want to Randy marry people coming to your house all the time? They want to no. throw a load into your uh, washer. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Now I'm gonna bring everyone through my laundry room instead of the front door. Yeah. And then I'll just kind of go. Mm. What's I mean, on? I think not everyone's aware of it, but those who yeah. it's an I. <sighs> 
hang well, on. Those my are brain's the best not kind doing... of symbols are the ones that <laughs> signal. They signal to the group, the in group. Right. Y K Y K. If you know, you know. So I think there was a thing that if you if a homosexual gentleman put a bandana in his right yeah. pocket, it signaled that he was uh, DTF. He was Bruce oh. Springsteen. And he wanted to prove it all night. And, really? Uh, yeah, that was a sign. The bandana in the back right pocket. Mm-hmm. I think the colors had different wow. symbolic value too. Like, right. Like know. at one point, a pierced ear in... But I mean, this is going back like 20, 25 years when I was barely alive. Uh <laughs> That's a joke. Um, I think a pierced one pierced ear meant something as well. Yeah, right was gay and left was uh, curious. Is that true? I think so. I think, uh, you know, in my day, and we're talking about the 80s here, getting an earring was, uh, even in your left ear, was definitely a sign that uh, you were um, you were not like the other guys. A little bit. Just a little oh. bit. It was a sign that you, you like the flock of seagulls. If you follow my meaning. Right. So according um, to the internet, okay. it's upside down pineapple oh. is seems to be the primary sign. But then there's also chatter that just a pineapple is also a sign. But it's but wasn't there a thing with room Raider where if you got a perfect room Raider score, they sent you a pineapple like a brass pineapple and you could put it on display in your. I didn't I don't know what that I don't, is. Oh, Room Raider. <laughs> oh, that's happening. <laughs> so Room Raider, this popped up during oh, the, the pandemic. The yes, Zoom they stuff. They yeah, rate you had a good on layout. social media. Yeah, your your uh background. Oh, Raider. R-A-T-I. Yes. Okay. No, Room what Raider if- is what happens if you have an upside down pineapple. Well, I on Upwards <laughs> Weekly, we have been disseminating misinfo about swinging men and I feel bad. Wow. I didn't know it was an upside down pineapple. Who knew? A lot of disappointed folks out there. Yeah. Has well, anyone listen. has anyone on this show ever swung? No. 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 You about- have to have a partner, I think, to swing. Womp womp, Allie. <laughs> Allie. Is that the name of your sitcom? Womp womp, Allie. <laughs> womp womp, Allie. <laughs> Allie, you could you could be a unicorn though. Yeah. What does that mean? Is that single gal who uh, likes to hook up with swingers? I oh. was asked about that when I first moved to Maine, and I had to ask the bartender when this couple left the bar what they were talking about, and he's like, whoa, you're dumb. That is so funny. I hadn't thought about it until now. Yeah, they asked yeah. if I had ever been interested in being a unicorn, and I'm like, who hasn't? Oh, my God, they're magical. <laughs> and I'm like, you know that that's like the symbol in Scotland, right? And they're like, what? This chick? I don't know. Not worth it. This this gal, so yeah, it didn't work out. But now I know. You know. Where do you, where do you live in Maine? Uh, for all the dudes, apparently. Oh, great! <laughs> no, wh- no, I said, where oh. do you live in Maine? What do you mean? Like where in Maine? What city? I think is what it means. <laughs> um, I live I live Portland ish. Oh, nice. Okay, because yeah. we're going there. We're going to go there in September. When? Who? Not Portland. Why? I think we're going to go up. Way up the coast, way like up mid the coast. coast or Bar Harbor. Uh, I think Bar Harbor. Bar Harbor. You- well, you'll have to pass my house. Stop on in. Greg's Check out my laundry room. <laughs> I will look doing for a the pineapple. deliverance tour. Yeah, <laughs> the what tour? The he's doing the deliverance tour. He's going up river. 
anybody seen that movie? I feel Deliverance? Like the that one? But that was that down south. Maine. No, Did it really? No. No, that was Pretty in the true. south no, that was somewhere. In the deep south. Mm. Oh my god! If that took place in Maine, I gotta look it up. It could be All wrong. All right, we will wait. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. For- you can look it up, Allie. Jeff, <laughs> can you we play some? A show here. <laughs> can you play some waiting? Some hold music or something? Yes. <laughs> this is great. I'm glad I brought up something that would just completely. So let's talk about your background, Daniel. Yeah, and Jeff. I mean, is that is that a, a, a an I was option wrong. It's on Georgia? Why did I think Georgia. it was Maine? Yeah, oh Georgia. boy, Daniel. Oh boy, yeah. Raboon County, Raboon, Raven. Hey, Listen. Jeff, cut all Raven this out. Raven County. This is important. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys ready to start the show? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Start over. Here we go. All right. everybody, everybody rolling. Listen, I have an important update from last week. Now, this is not typically a show on which we do news. I've got my separate show for news, but I am going to need... Okay. Thank you. Let me just set this up now. Last week, I offered a Hey Go Fuck Yourself, which is a segment we're going to get to later to a listener whom I love. I love this listener, but he talked about mayonnaise on hamburgers. And I believe that that inspired my husband, whom I also love, to order my son's hamburgers with extra mayonnaise. We were sitting there having dinner like a family, which is a new thing we're doing. And I looked at their burgers and I thought, are there poached eggs on these burgers? What is that big white puck in there? Because I would like to have a bite. Uh, and then I, it was like globby. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's mayonnaise. And I wanted to throw up. So it was very upsetting to me. I didn't understand why this had happened. And Daniel had ordered This is not normal. Mayonnaise on their hamburgers. I don't understand why. It was so much. So anyway, this we talked about it last week. I feel I was in the right. Uh, so anyway, here's the news story, which Daniel found uh, in Atlanta. A guy at Is Subway. Is that in Maine? In Atlanta, <laughs> it, Atlanta. It was Atlanta, Maine, Maine actually. No, the other Atlanta. Yeah. Um, a guy at Subway shot the an employee dead because she put too much mayonnaise on his sandwich. You're inspiring violence now, Allison. Wow. Yeah, you're radicalizing people. Mm-hmm. And then, sh- wait a minute. Now I'm questioning whether- Was the Wendy's employee Peter North? <laughs> <laughs> That's not mayo. Wait, now I'm wondering, oh. now I'm questioning whether she died, though, because I know that she fired back and missed him, <laughs> though. Because she had mayo on her hands. The gun was slippery. <laughs> yes, That's exactly. Right. Did she fire back and then perish? I don't know. I know that there was like there was a lot of guns in this scenario because my first thought was not about the mayo. It was about the guns. But then I thought about the mayo. I mean, this is how upset people are about the mayonnaise. Daniel, what do you have to say for yourself? Once again, you've completely mischaracterized the situation. Okay. As always. I just want to say anytime Allison tells a story, I'm not on the show and I look bad. She's got it wrong. So Defend just yourself. Keep that in mind. Um, 
Well, first of all, I, I hadn't heard your show. I wasn't on that episode we were talking about mayonnaise. I didn't do it because you talked about it, for God's sake. I didn't Second say you did of all, it because I I'm, talked about I'm it. I'm new to McDonald's, for, okay? I'm like, I don't, I, I never, I didn't eat McDonald's for like 20 years. I didn't, never liked their hamburgers. So I'm ordering hamburgers on the app and it says, it's not extra mayonnaise. It's just, do you want mayonnaise? And so I'm just putting stuff on the burgers for the boys that I think would be good. Cause guess what? It's good to put mayonnaise on burgers. Not a lot, but a little bit. And all you people who are pursing your fucking lips right now, uh, that shit's in the special sauce. Okay. So get over yourselves. Um, what happened was though, they put like all the mayonnaise on the burger. <laughs> so they didn't just spread a little on the bun. They fucking dumped it on there, which is way too much mayonnaise. Um, so, but you know what? I feel like uh, I'm going to be responsible and not inspire violence by uh, spreading misinformation about mayonnaise, like my wife, who maybe should be canceled. I'm not sure. Are we supposed to, to not be putting mayo on burgers? When did this happen? According to the tyrant that I live with, <laughs> who uh, is probably sending a letter to Alito right now about it. Oh. You know, probably. Yeah. I would. It's it's a better focus for their energy. Mayonnaise on a burger. Come on. Is this so unusual? This is a good. I put mayo good. on a burger. I put mayo, a little bit of mustard, and sometimes Thank some you. ketchup. I do all three because I'm crazy. I, I mean, I'm okay with that. I just, the amount. And it's little kids. And we don't need to spend all show on this. However, Daniel, uh, I'm new to McDonald's. You're acting like you had, like, oh, what is this? What's that? I'm new to I'm, more, I'm new to burgers at McDonald's. Well, I don't think I was, women should be able to decide if they get <laughs> mayonnaise on the burger. <laughs> yeah, this is a good point. I mean, case in point, right here. They have to have the mayo on the burger, and they Daniel, have to eat the entire thing. Haven't you, you ordered? <clears throat> and by the way, I was trying to not mention where they were from to pretend as if we're not giving them the least meals. nutritious. I don't care if people judge me. Um, haven't you ordered this a happy meal for them four hundred times? Their their desire for a burger over nuggets is new. Okay, they were nugget I kids. Okay. And I will allow. I will allow burger kids. I will allow that. I think it is time for a fun fact. Allie, yeah. could we hear a fun fact about you? Um, I once fed a grizzly bear a marshmallow from my mouth. What? I don't believe that. What? Do they have to be true? <laughs> I mean. That's a fun fact. <laughs> it is point. more fun if it's a lie. No, it's totally true. What? It's totally true. Yeah, it's when I was um, on KTLA and I was the feature reporter and I did real dumb things and that was at a uh, place where they taught wild animals to do tricks for movies and right before we were going live with the segment the guy was trying to give me directions and he's like put the marshmallow to your mouth and then immediately move your hand away if you don't immediately move your hand away it's going to think that you're trying to get the food back it's going to swat you you will die and I'm like I'm sorry what and then in my earpiece they're like we're coming to you early we're coming to you early and I'm like what with the and the what and I I luckily did it and my mother was watching at the time and my phone rang shortly thereafter and I picked up the phone and my sweet sweet mother said you effing 
a-hole and just started (laughs) reading me the riot act, a woman that never cussed a day in her life. She's like, you idiot, what are you doing? Apparently, parents don't like you to feed grizzly bears from your mouth live on TV, but it was Mm. cool. Was it scary? Were you scared? I wasn't. I think it was just pure adrenaline. Hard to say. But I also really love bears and I want to die hugging one. So it was kind of like one step closer. You want to die hugging one like you want to be killed by a bear or you just want your time to go while you're in the midst of hugging one? I feel like ultimately I want to hug a bear. Mm -hmm. And if I die doing it, I got the hug in. Right. Now, just to clarify, are we mm-hmm. talking about the animal or a hairy, overweight man in West Hollywood? I love, I love a bear. Uh, they're they're actually my favorite of the gay men. But I'm talking okay. about an actual bear in okay. in the woods. Right. Yes. Thank you for yeah. clarifying. Because they will eat marshmallows out of your mouth. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. There's a bar where that's that's the attraction <laughs> at the bar. Stupid. Flaming. <laughs> um. That was a fun fact, Greg Thank Simmons. You. Do we have a Fitzy fun fact? Um, I recently took my ancestry DNA test, and it came back that I am ninety nine percent Irish. That's a fun fact. Ooh, now can we guess what that one percent is? Good luck. Uh, what's like the closest to Irish that's not Irish? Scottish. Um. Either Wales I, or Scottish. No, it's yeah. nothing in the United Kingdom. Oh. Ooh. German. Nope. Finnish. Daniel did, yeah. No, let's keep playing. Eritrean. Right. Nope. African. No. Southeast Asian. Asian. I don't know what part, but Asian. Yeah. And then now, I d- asked somebody about this. And they uh, explained to me it, it's uh, Genghis Khan. They the, mm-hmm. the Mongols raped everybody. They went around the world. You know they controlled they they controlled like two thirds of the planet at one point. The Mongols they were everywhere. They were in Africa, Asia, Europe, and uh, and they just they left a lot of DNA. Now that's a fun fact. That's a fun <laughs> fact. Now, when you got that back, though, were you a little bit like, look at me, I'm so exotic with my 1% something else? No, I felt more like I felt racist that I was 99% of one thing, that that nobody in my family had ever ventured outside of our (laughs) tiny little gene pool. Okay, because mine was 98% Jewish, 2% something else, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so diverse. It's just insane that it's 2% something else. And I'm like, ah, there's a tiny bit of something else in me. But then I checked back and it's like, I'm no longer 2% something else. Oh. That 2% filled in. Oh. Because it can change because more people do it. Like you might lose your 1% Asian. I'm sorry. Mm. I hope not for you though. Yeah, I know because I feel like my math, I always wondered why my math skills were as strong as they were. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, Greg. Uh, you wait, but do you, so then because I was gonna say you realize what one percent is, but if your math skills are as sharp as you think they are, then you do. You you can visualize the pie. Yeah, but when you go when you finally visit Mongolia, you'll be like, oh my god, all these people could be my relatives. Yeah, 
<laughs> all the, all these people's relatives could have raped my relatives. Oh, that long ago. So, Greg, how was your weekend? My weekend was fun. It was an adventure. I uh, what, I did some stand up comedy. Uh, went to the beach twice. Um, and then what I went the to Irish it. are known for. <laughs> and then I spent four hours at a gun range with Joe Rogan on Sunday. What? Shooting, shooting uh, Glocks, nine millimeters. And then eventually the guy, first of all, you it's way the fuck out in Simi Valley. And it's like some guy who's got an illegal shooting range on a ranch. And we show up and the guy has his assistants at the shooting range are these two Ukrainian girls who were impossibly beautiful and dressed in tight black clothing. And they are expert marks people and they, they and they do like it's like there's barrels that you move between and then you shoot targets that are shaped like people and things and uh and they are like they it looks like a training video when they do it and then and then they gave me um all these guns but then the guy had designed this shotgun 12 gauge shotgun but it was on the body of an AK-47. First of all, keep in mind, I'd only shot a gun before once. I was I was not used to this. And uh and I was I was blowing fucking targets away. It was unbelievable. I felt very manly. Wait, you were good? I was real good. Wow. What, what, what was this for? I don't know. Joe just uh, I was at a party on Friday night and Joe goes or Saturday night, and he goes, "Hey, you want to go? You want to go shoot some guns tomorrow?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I do." And the worst part was, I show up, and it was like all the men there were the manliest men, and the parking lot was all like trucks with, you know, when they have four wheels in the back instead of two. A lot of that. <laughs> all the windows are tinted, and there's symbols that you're a little worried about in the back window. And uh, and I pull up in my Prius, and uh, I immediately target practice. <laughs> it was the most dangerous game. Like, oh, there he is. Okay, yeah. get him out there. Right. Start running. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of talk. There was a lot of Biden bashing. There was a lot what? of talk oh, about uh, uh, the vaccinations being a plot. There was what? a lot of that type of stuff. I'm oh, shocked. was the pandemic? Yeah. I'm shocked that a bunch of Hillary supporters would feel that way. Yeah. But it was a great day. I really, I really had fun. I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think I would buy a gun, but I would go to a shooting range again. Shooting's fun. I have not done it, and I think there was a time. What have you shot, Daniel? My stepdad had a nine millimeter. We'd go out into the desert and just set up bottles in the wash and just shoot at them. Nice. Yeah. I used to, we used to shoot twenty twos too, just rifles. Yeah. And wh- where did he keep the uh, guns? Did he have them locked up? Uh, well, when in the home I grew up in, he uh, just kept them. I think he just kept them in the n- nightstand. <laughs> but then um, when they ended up building a house out in the desert, he got more guns and he would stash them out in the desert. So if he ever needed to like, yeah, if he ever needed to like some sort of invasion, he could he knew where to go in the desert to get his uh, stash of weapons. Yeah. yeah. It was a uh, real prepper shit. So, yeah. There was but, a oh, lot I, of talk about like but but you know, what if you know, don't you want to protect your home and I'm just like I got a fence and locks. Like I don't 
<laughs> I, I'm really not that scared of somebody invading my house. It just doesn't happen very often. There is a, a study that just came out and, you know, anyone out there who wants to like tweet me about this shit um, before you tweet it, hit the delete button because <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit. But uh, there was a study that came out that studied uh, people who own guns versus people who don't own guns and then the rate of homicides and things like that. And it's like if the chances of you dying, even in a home invasion, if you own a gun are like many multiples over one, like your chances of dying if you own a gun period are much higher than if you don't own a gun. Um so a lot of this stuff is like, what what, what are you going to do, Rambo? You know, the guy comes in and you're going to like go get your gun and save the save the family. The person coming in doesn't have a gun, right? Like, come on. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to roll out of bed, pick yeah. it up. And he, you got a piss boner. So now you got to bend over forward because you're embarrassed. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't see a scenario where the guy who's coming in is less prepared than you are. Yeah. Yeah, guys that typically do that don't, they don't come in on an even or a scenario where they're on the downside of it. Yeah, trust me. They come in with a bunch of guys where they're not going to lose. And by the way, you know, a lot of people want to break into a house to steal your guns because guns are really valuable. That is somebody else's. Yeah, if, if anyone finds out you have a gun, then you're a target. Yeah. I've 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 thought this through. Trust me, when the pandemic started and the lines were like really long outside all the gun stores and I'm thinking, what do these people know that I don't know? Like what's about to fucking go down? Um but every scenario I run through in my head does not end well. It's not like it's it's not like uh oh the shit goes down, I've got my gun and we can fight our way out of the city or something. Right. <laughs> like you know, Anyone who's coming to your house, once you've killed them, like, now what? No, right. Guy. Like, best case scenario is you've got a dead guy in your house bleeding all <laughs> over your hallway or all over your bedroom. Like, what's, yeah. where do you go from there? Like, I would, oh, what, I'd yeah, kill myself. Is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so much cleaning. Yeah. I, know, I was thinking mess, the same thing. Like, mess. what? Mm. I guess OxyClean. Yeah. Folex. I don't oh, know. Yes. Have Folex. Yeah. yeah. I have up Folex. a lot of blood. Folex Wait, is pretty on. good. Yeah. What? You guys don't have giant plastic tubs full of acid to dissolve bodies in in your garage? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, I use my hot tub for do. that. Yeah. Okay. My friend <laughs> Steve <laughs> taught me. Smart. <laughs> Allie, it's are you still- a joke. Yes. <laughs> are you st- I liked it. Are you still loving you. Maine? I love it. I love it so much. It's a great, great place to live. Makes me really happy. You know, I was all about, I think I talked to you last time because I had my dreams of Rhode Island and I feel yes. like I've kind of abandoned them. I feel um, like they were just high after you had a guest from Rhode Island and I you did. rode that for like a couple weeks. Yeah. So I feel like I'm yeah. a fair weathered New England person. Yeah. I get so, it. I, I get it. Know. But talk oxymoron. to me again in the fall. You'll love it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, the thing you know. about Maine that's tough is that it can get very hot and humid. But mm-hmm. you can never go in the ocean. Why? Really? Because it's too cold? It's too cold. Yeah. I get that. Have you been That's in the ocean? It, I haven't. I live on the ocean. Yeah. Um, but it's mostly about lakes here. You just go oh. to the lakes. Yeah. Have you been in a lake this summer? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Who am I kidding? No. No. I've been on boats so far, but I... I'm not putting on a bathing suit. No one needs to, needs to see that. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Okay. 
speaking of, <laughs> well, don't forget, you're not in LA. You're in Maine. That's you, true. You, I'd yeah. be like yeah. a seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Thank you. <laughs> Allie, you're a ten. <laughs> I think That's you're beautiful, funny. Allie. Oh, Greg, thank you. Okay, this is non-relatable, but I'm gonna, sh- or maybe it is. But I'm gonna share it anyway. I need everyone's opinion on this. Okay, so. uh on Saturday morning, there was a little meetup at Elliot's. Elliot's going to be a kindergartner. Um, and we had a little meetup at the playground at his school for incoming kindergartners. And my, I keep saying incoming freshman. He's not going to be a freshman. He's going to be a kindergartner. Um, and there were multiple meltdowns. We were like 45 minutes late. Um, it's a thousand degrees in Burbank. And I did, I just put on sun, I, I couldn't, I barely put on a bra. I couldn't have looked worse. Cause I'm like, it's just kids. Who cares? Um, you know, it's, we're going to be there for less than an hour and I do not need to. And plus in general, I pretty much only look presentable for, from the waist up for this show. Um, so we walk in and I hear Allison and I turn and, um, a woman introduces herself to me. And it's this woman who's very nice and she's, um, an exec on, uh, I have tried to, there's two TV projects that I tried to sell. Um, and she was the, uh, exec on the most recent one, which was years ago. Um, but it turns out that, and she and I have kept in touch. Um, and it turns out that her child is going to be in my son's, you know, incoming class. Um, and I didn't realize that. And it was like so great to see her and blah, blah, blah. But, she was on her way out. But as soon as she left, I was just like thinking about, oh my God, how, how I look. (laughs) And I uh, just, and it took me a second to to realize it was her because of like this context thing. And I was saying to Daniel, and then he's like, that's why some women in in LA, like never leave the house without being put together. Pass, Um, pass, pass, pass. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Should I be one of those people? No, you would. What'd you say, Daniel? Like you would. Well, I mean, I mean, I'd have to get my makeup tattooed on. Should I get my makeup tattooed on? I guess is what I'm asking. Time saver. <laughs> sure. Should I get an Allison mask made that I can just Ooh. strap onto my face? Strap on Allison Rosen mask. Those could go for big bucks. Number one. Um, when I did the news in LA for many years, yeah. and then I would go out without makeup on. Yeah, did I look like a fetus? Sure, blonde <laughs> eyelashes. I basically I I have like no eyebrows. I look like a fetus, and people would say, "Oh, you kind of look like the girl in the news." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> really? Wow, that's sad." But it, it's crazy in LA. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine anymore because, yeah. yeah, I wear Crocs now. So who do I care? Who it do is I a, care? I don't even who, speak English. Who, who do I care? <laughs> who do I care? I care? <laughs> who couldn't I care less about? Oh, no, there that was go. a sentence. But you know what I, I meant? It is I unfair it because be. men like, I mean, look at me. I haven't shaved in four days. I, I'm pasty faced. I The lighting sucks in here and it doesn't matter. Right. Whereas women really like are so judged by their appearance. It's such a, it's, it's, uh, like I can't imagine all the time it takes. Like I just, mm-hmm. I've, I'm very proud of the fact that I could not, I wouldn't know a car, which Kardashian is which if I was punching her in the face. Like they, the no, 
ability to distinguish. And then my daughter made me watch the first episode of the new one on Netflix, The Kardashian Show. I'm now on episode four. Like, oh, it's that can't it's that stop, no. can't stop. But it's all they do is get makeup put on and get their hair done. <laughs> Literally, in fifty percent of the scenes, somebody's getting their makeup done as they're talking. Mm. It's all they do. Wow. I feel like we need to do a segment on childish where you recap the Kardashians. Okay. Oh my God. I mean, we don't talk about children. Why start now? Do you have a favorite yet? Yeah, Chloe. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's the one that seems the the most sort of like um, not affected by all the, you know, showbiz and social media and all that stuff. Yeah. Which one is Chloe? Is she the oldest one? Yeah. Or the no. biggest one? Isn't she the oldest one? <laughs> no, that's Courtney. The to- the tallest yeah. one. She's the Courtney. tallest one who has she has a whole new face. Well, many they all have whole new faces, but. Oh, maybe Wait. I've got, maybe I'm naming the wrong one. No, I like the oldest one. That's Courtney, the yeah, one yeah. that's with Travis Barker. Yes, that's yes. Courtney. Wait, Courtney is the not the tall one. The tall one is Chloe. Oh fuck! Yeah, I, I'm I'm out again. I'm out again. I'm already. I'm already I hate out. the show again. Yeah. Listen, all of you guys need to take a nap, um, but don't let that affect your energy level. Look, warm weather is here. And for me, that means hot, sleepless nights. I recently found a way to stay cool at night so I don't wake up all sweaty and sticky. Since I started using Miracle Brand self-cooling bed sheets, I stay comfortable all night long. Uh, using silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA, Miracle Brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with natural silver that prevent 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. The sheets use a premium 500 thread count sateen weave that's made with USA grown Sapima cotton, which is one of the highest quality cottons in the world. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria, Daniel, Greg, Allie, Jeff, I just wanted to accuse all of you okay. listeners. Clean sheets mean less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. Go to trymiracle.com slash best friend to try it today. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Be sure to use our promo code best friend at checkout to save 40% and get three free towels. And Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle. Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash best friend and use the code best friend to claim your free three piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash best friend. Thank you, Miracle Brand, for sponsoring this episode. And I also want to talk to you guys about Little Spoon. Uh, Little Spoon is a one stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big big kid delivered right to your door. Little Spoon makes healthy meal time easy at every stage, saving hours in your week and all at a reasonable price. They're also the most flexible company. You can pause, modify, cancel, or skip anytime. Most of the baby and the kids' food at the grocery stores is heavily processed and often on the shelf longer than your little one has even been in this world. Uh, it's not cool and it's not the quality nutrition our kids deserve. Little Spoon makes everything fresh and uses absolutely nothing artificial. It's just like homemade, all delivered to your door and ready in seconds. 
seconds. Pop your meals in the fridge or freezer and use them when you're ready. It's that easy. Little Spoon makes 100% organic cold-pressed baby food for every eating stage, has a toddler and kids food line that takes you through the weaning stage and into the big kid years and just launched a line of on-the-go smoothies. We brought these with us to Desconso. Um, it was perfect to have in the diaper bag. And now every time we go to Desconso, uh, the kids want them. They have associated them with Desconso, which is fine. It's great. But that's how good they are that uh, they are now a requirement. They're that good. All of their recipes taste absolutely delicious, are nutritionally balanced and free of junk, helping to set your little one up for a lifetime of health. Seriously, I tried it. It's legit. It tastes great. My kid, uh, my kids are eating better than me. And the best part is the price is right. With kids meals under $5 and baby food and smoothie snacks under $3, it makes trying Little Spoon easy. Start the year fresh with Little Spoon. Get 50% off your first order with the code BESTFRIEND at checkout. Again, 50% off your first order with the code BESTFRIEND at checkout. Enter code BESTFRIEND at checkout to get 50% off your first Little Spoon order. Okay. Did you find a record, Greg? I didn't realize that somebody had nine kids at one birth. Huh. They had nine tuplets? Nine tuplets, yeah. Nonce tuplets? Well, there were the octuplets, remember, here in the U.S. Octomom, right? Octomom. And she already had six kids before she had the octuplets. Oh, God. That's just too many children. God. It's just too many. Let's do... It's. I have something we have to do, but first I have to talk about... It's hot in here, and I have to talk about my own personal hell, and I just... Need to know if anyone has any advice. And I know that this is, there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, but for me, this is pretty bad. Um, last night I went to wash my favorite pair of around the house pants. I mean, I would call them sweatpants, but they're not sweatpants. They're more like yoga pants that I don't do yoga. I don't do yoga. I went once. It wasn't for me. <clears throat> anyway, sorry, Greg. I know you're, super, you're into it, right? You do yoga on the beach, right? Sunday mornings. Anyway. Just me and 900 homeless people and down dogs. <laughs> Somebody stole uh, a few weeks ago, uh, a homeless guy uh, stole a woman's Uggs. You know, she wore her Uggs to yoga and they were sitting there. He took him and he started running down the boardwalk. And she was chasing him in her yoga pants. <laughs> That's such an I amazing mean, mental picture. I feel like he needs them more than she does. They were oh, her yeah. yoga. They're probably her yoga Uggs. Yeah. Yeah, I, feel I like really, yeah. it's just, it's, oh. I love when the West Side's kind of idealistic liberal uh, take crashes head on into somebody stealing your Uggs while you're doing yoga. Yeah. <laughs> I miss Venice. I do yeah. too. Greg, I called in to, ch- to Sunday papers, not intentionally. Did, did I make the cut? Was I in the episode or did you? Oh, out? hell yeah. You made the cut. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I like a, I like a guest appearance. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I go to wash my favorite pants last night, take them out of the dryer this morning, put them on. And all morning, something has been itching my back left side. And I keep looking, inspecting the pants and I can't find it. Put them back on, take a few steps. Something's itching me. Look at the pants. Can't find it. And I know it sounds completely insane and who cares, but it's driving me insane. What do I do? Up your butt? Does it feel like a, a prickly something? Is yes. Your... And I'm is like, there... do I have a 
bug bite, but I swear it's the pants causing this issue. Is there maybe a wool sock that got stuck inside the pants mm-hmm. during the drying cycle? No, mm-hmm. there, it's nothing. It's I feel like it's like there's probably like a tiny, you know what I have to do? I'm going to have to get <laughs> to get like a a magnifying glass or something. I feel like there's like a tiny little pokey thread that is tickling my back or something. Hmm. Yeah. Thank this you guys great. for this helping me solve this. <laughs> this is good podcasting. Good podcasting. I'm glad I didn't go to the beach today. It's my fault, guys. I told her this was one of my favorite stories, and so she wanted to tell it again. All right. <laughs> Let's do some Just Mirror, everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? It's All right. Jabba, just me or everyone. <laughs> this is where people write in with things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me? Is it everyone? And I believe that you guys have some just me or everyone's, perhaps. Allie, do you have one? I do, but I also realize it's just people with OCD that have this. Oh, that's many of them. That's okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so I only have two rooms in this house with carpet. And boy, do I love it. Because I love to vacuum and get the lines all matched up. It means everything to me. To the point where if I have friends over and it's their first time in my house, I stop them at the door and I just go, and that's the guest bedroom. And I don't let them walk in because they'll get their feet marks on the carpet and screw everything up. And then earlier today, I had a window open in the guest bedroom. It's been open for a couple days now. It's pouring rain. It's coming down sideways. I have to walk in there and close the window, right? Oh, no. Yes. I mean, is it, is it coming in the room? I don't know, because I wouldn't go. Oh. I didn't want to screw it up. My whole room could be You don't want to get underwater. I didn't want to get the little feet mark going up to the window. It will take me approximately one minute to revacuum that area. But I feel like if I go and revacuum that area, then it looks newer lines than the rest of the areas. So I have to do all of them. Yeah. When's the last time you vacuumed it? Three days ago. Have you considered a Bissell sweeper, one of those unpowered things? Because then that way you could just whip it out there. You know that everything's already clean, but you yes. go through that and you could just really quickly get all the lines nice. Thank you for asking, Jeff. I have one and it's a totally different line. It's not <laughs> as deep and I don't like I it. it. Yeah. It. Yeah. The, because the actual vacuum, it's like this big and it's right. deep lines. Bissell, right. yeah, not as deep and smaller. Okay. Are we talking Dyson? What kind of vacuum are is leaving oh. these lines? Oh no! It's I've got a couple vacuums. One just for upstairs because I have rugs upstairs. Uh-huh. I love to vacuum, you guys. Mm-hmm. What if you're single? <laughs> have you considered a network of rope swings? <laughs> you could like Tarzan your way, you know, across the room. Don't yeah, you? that would be incredible. Cirque du Soleil. Wow. Yeah. That was good. I liked it. Yeah, so that's just me or, or most cuckoo people. So you, do you have OCD? Um, More so lately, 
to the point where I know I need to be medicated because there are things that are affecting my daily life. It's not just like, oh, did I flip the, th- the light switch on? It's stuff that is like up here that I can't stop and it's ruining my days. Right. It's, now, it's I'm going also, good. I have to admit I'm a little jealous with the like, you're single and you've got two story, you've got a two story house. Yeah. What's that all about? Loaded. Really? <laughs> are you are you renting or did you buy the house? No, I bought it. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's Maine. So it's Maine. It's Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's this not house. Maine. I don't know. Yeah, this house in LA would not not be what I paid for it here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We and you that. got a tree with lights on it. I love that. Yeah. That's my birch tree that is always in my office. And then I just switch out the ornaments for whatever time of year it is. Because, again, very normal. I love that. Thank you. I mean, look, I don't – I I am not mentally well. So let mm-hmm. – so don't take any – I don't – I don't – so when I say this, don't take it the wrong way. I'm a little okay. nervous about – poking at what's going on because I don't want it to be like a house of cards but right. you say you love vacuuming mm-hmm. and yet you're going out of your way to not revacuum just not revacuuming that area because I know I can't just vacuum that area so it's one step away from vacuuming the whole room right but if you love vacuuming wouldn't you want to revacuum the whole room I don't mean to put you on the stand here I'm not so trying this to segment is we say something that's kind of that we're kind of vulnerable about, and then and, she picks and it apart, we and then we cry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Way to go, Allison. That's not what I intend it to be. I just, I guess, it's turned into that. The Look, original Nor- name of this segment was "Shame Just Me or Everyone." So, but this <laughs> yeah. is shorter, more catchy. I don't know what's gotten into me. Look, we're doing the show a little bit earlier. This is my look. It's that pant. It's that ass cheek of yours. It's, it's just it. Yeah. I'm yeah. yes. I'm paying it forward. Yeah, it's um, up all of our butts now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, Allie, I get it. I used to be a professional custodial maintenance engineer, and I had access to industrial strength vacuum cleaners. One was like a lawnmower. It was like oh, a push lawnmower. Okay. It was huge. Yeah, and it was so fun and so satisfying to use. And I think. What you're, what you're getting at is that you enjoy vacuuming, but you don't want to see the the kind of perfection of the little patterns spoiled. Right. So it's not that you're. It's Allison is thinking, oh well, it getting spoiled is an opportunity for you to vacuum again. But oh, it's no, not really it, about the vacuuming. It's, it's about, about like, the lining it, up of it the looking lines. perfect. Yeah. 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 For sure. I hear it. Oh my God. I can't even imagine if I had one of those industrial big vacuums and then going to this. It's like if you have like a Hitachi vibrator, you don't go to, right? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It really ruined yeah. consumer cleaning products for me. It made it very oh, difficult. Oh man. Mm. It's upsetting. Hitachi. It's like how Daniel, <laughs> before me, he dated a costumer. So we have a clothing steamer in our bathroom because he won't he won't use an iron. Wow. He only steams his clothes. That's classy. That's the way to go, right? You just hang it up there, then you're just like yeah. ooh, doing that. So that much is better mm-hmm. than ironing. Yeah. I love the extraneous detail that he used to date a customer. Like not necessary to share that, but it's well, the only on your one mind. that has it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how he was introduced. Also, she had gigantic boobs, and I he didn't hey. tell me that. 
Wow. Doesn't it seem like something that someone should tell you? I guess how would it how would it come up? But uh, it was hard for her to steam because she's like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe because he was drooling when he would tell you about her, so you would just know. <laughs> what did you um, say, Daniel? I just said uh, definitely get a steamer. Their clothes won't be ruined by the iron. It's I love easier. a steamer. It's, I have uh, a travel steamer too. Do you take one when great. you travel? A little handheld. When I've needed one uh, traveling, uh, the only time I've ever needed one, the hotel had one, and so I yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they do have the travel ones. That's a good way to go. Yeah, because then you great. can you can get the wrinkles out of your suit if you're wearing a suit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they fold right up. They're great. It's great. So, Allie, could you, could you maybe find a solution or some joy out of what Allison is saying, which is find a way that you can use this as an opportunity to enjoy redoing the lines when they get messed up. Say, like, this is an opportunity for me to get to do this again, and then I'll sit back and enjoy it. Or you just you just don't want it messed up at all. I don't want it messed up, but I also will be thinking like thinking about it until I do fix it. That's the problem. Like if I have friends over and they want to check out these different rooms and walk in, then for the rest of the night, I'm like, little footmarks all over those carpets. How many friends do you have in this new place? You move to a new place and all of a sudden you've got tons of friends. How do you do it? I am just really lucky that I moved to a pretty social area and I've got great neighbors and I have luckily have friends that, want to visit Maine. So I've had I've had some some good friends come to visit and then I've I've made lovely friends. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love that that's so hard to believe, Greg. It's like, <laughs> how'd you do it? The I upside know, down yeah. pineapple on your porch really <laughs> I, opens a lot of right. it helped it helped a lot. I just picture somebody moves to Maine and it's like Olive Kittredge, you know, you're just like in a small town where nobody talks to anybody except behind their back. That's the that's the opposite of Maine. Maine is like a Hallmark movie where I literally go into the hardware store and I'm like, gonna meet him. Here he is. He obviously makes log homes and he's trying to save Christmas, right? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, we it's have awesome. to go Allie, there. For, it sounds adorable. The solution, yeah. The solution to your carpet problem is cardboard. Mm-hmm. Put cardboard. Undo oh, the boxes, put idea. cardboard all over for little really? pathways. Right. You won't okay. get the footprints, you know, and you'll have a no footprints, but it might leave little. Yeah, it, it would be better just to leave a little indentation than a it footprint. Just, right. Then yeah. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Rollerblades. People <laughs> have to wear rollerblades and they have to go in the direction. The lines. Yes. Right. Yes. Stay in your lane. And you uh, put on like. Okay. You put on some music from like Fantasia and Ooh. yeah, and that's how people get through the room. It's kind of awesome. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Greg, okay. what is yours? Um, Jews. <laughs> control no, the media. They control the media. Um, everyone. Every, literally I, everyone. <laughs> is it just me or do you, th- do you find, and I hope I don't misunderstand what this segment really is, but- I thought it was just maybe an observation that you had, right? That it's works an observation. too. That's fine too. And I've I've noticed, and especially flying, you see so many different types of religious garb, and that it's sort of like it's almost a competition among the religious that I I believe more 
and I can prove it because look how crazy my outfit is. Mm-hmm. And, and the more you believe, the crazier you're at. Like, like your basic Jewish man. Okay. Maybe Daniel, you wear a, you wear a yarmulke once in a while. He's not, not Jewish. Jewish. Oh, you're not. Mm-mm. No. But I do. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> but you do sometimes. <laughs> you love your yarmulke. Demands it. <laughs> Allison demands it. It's weird. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it too much. <laughs> she also makes me wear those big, like cylindrical furry hats. I don't know if that's about no, it. but that's my point. That guy <laughs> believes more than Yamaka guy. He is mm. he is committing. So there's more. levels. So there's, there's like right. Hasidic, levels. and then so mm. you're just and going the curls. To, okay, and, okay. And, and and it's not just Jewish. There's also then you got the guy with the orange robe and the you know and the and the ponytail bald except for the pony. Like that guy can look at the Jewish guy with the fur hat and be like, "You think you're committed? No." I believe more than you do, you know? Yeah. And then a nun with her habit, she's like, boom, bitches. <laughs> boom, right? bitches. This is a yeah. burka with a skylight. This is this is just as intense as a burka. Right. Yeah. Like, heaven is a costume party, and you're only let in if you have the most elaborate right. costume. Right. Mm. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us, you can't get in. I think and that's then you everyone. Got, that's I think why that's... I don't really buy like the uh, the guys you see on TV, the Christians with the mega churches, and they're wearing yeah. suits Fuck. with Fuck like a Ms. Jackson. If you're nasty headset, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? They should have some elaborate getups. They should, at least the yeah. uh, at least the fundamentalist Mormons have the you know the decency to dress like pioneers. Oh, do know? they? Oh yeah, they have oh, all those crazy good. like pioneer They're outfits. They're like prairie outfits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those dresses at Target right now too. Have you Very noticed that? Trendy. Very yes. trendy. Yeah. The pioneer she dress. says with her shoulder weird things. Mm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. Yeah, I did just now. <laughs> wow. Um. I, yeah, I think that's. I think that's a solid observation. Thank yeah. you. Um, okay. Wit Yao says, it's only after I spend 30 minutes typing up a response that I decide it's not worth arguing about and delete it all. Just mirror everyone. <laughs> I do stuff like this, not on email, but on Twitter. I mm-hmm. often find myself writing a response. And I won't spend 30 minutes, but I'll write a response to like a, a trolley tweet. And then I'll just be like, what am I doing? And then I delete it. Sometimes I'll even post it and then delete it because i just think i'm just this is just going to now take over my day if i actually engage with this so i try to back out you guys definitely i try i've started to before i'll say i send a tweet uh i will ask myself is this really contributing anything right (laughs) to the conversation and nine times out of ten it's not so i'll just delete it yeah have you ever been in an argument with someone on text and then you're typing something out and then you realize it's doing those three dots for them and then you wait and then you're like, nope. Yeah. Just because they, you know, they're like, what was she writing? Oh, and no, I haven't done really, it as a tactic. Oh, oh that's fun. it's that's good. Evil. It's really passive aggressive. That's yeah. evil. Yeah, yeah, you give them, yep. yeah, you give them digital blue balls. Right. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and then, or just respond with K at the end of that. And they're like, what was she typing for 10 minutes? Yes. And yeah. you just send a K. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, that's I like good. it. That's good. Whew. 
Here's one from me. The older I get, the less I can handle flavored lip balm. I don't know what happened, but suddenly I just have no tolerance for it. Even the smell? You don't like the smell no, of it? I, I, no, the smell is okay. That's I what I like. I like the smell, yeah, me but too. the actual flavor of it. Like Mm-mm. I ordered some creme brulee and wild cherry lip balm. And sure. when my lips are feeling dry, if I put it on, I'm like, I wish I just put on unflavored like Vaseline Maybe you should something. try Peter North's new brand, the pineapple <laughs> lip balm. <laughs> I feel like it's probably a little salty. It's salty yeah. and it's very hard mm. to, you have to peel it off. Yeah. At the end of the day. Here's a, here's a, a Gen X thing. Do you remember those lip balms that came in the flat rectangular container and you'd slide yes. the top? Oh, Weren't those finger? lip smackers? Yeah. yeah those were, yeah. yeah. Yes. Those were good. Those and Bonnie Bell. Those were the jams. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I enjoyed all of those. All right, let's do one more. I got one. Move on. Oh, you have one? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's yours? This is for parents. Okay. Uh, okay. When you're reading a new ABC book, you know, where it's like A is for whatever, B is for whatever, uh, I get excited uh, about how is this author going to tackle the letter X? Yeah. Because they, it's like there's, you know, xylophone and, and what? Xerox? X-ray? Xenophobic. But, <laughs> xenophobic. Is that something your kid needs to know about? <laughs> for xenophobes, that's a great one. Um, <laughs> and some of them flub it, and some of them are very clever. And, uh, oh, Xenu. Xenu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's so few X words. It's so true. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think that might just be you, though. Daniel, unless maybe some people will come out of the woodwork to let you know. Uh, If you're listening and you have it just me or everyone, tweet those to us at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F with the hashtag JMO, J-M-O-E. All right, let's tell some people off in a segment we call Hey, Go Fuck Yourself. Um, Allie, would you like to to give anyone the business? Yeah, I want to give people on Instagram and TikTok, specifically the business. Really? And these are people whose videos I go down the rabbit hole of, whether it's cleaning videos, whether it's hair videos, whether it's DIY videos. If you suck me in and you take me through a video where, let's say it's a hair video and they're like, look at this color correction I had to do. And they take you through 10 steps and then at the end... They're like, check back for the final result. Fuck you. Mm. You put that final result Mm. in this. I have dedicated my time to you. And if you're like, ooh, clean with vinegar and and do this, and and then you don't show how sparkly that tub is, Mm. I hate you. You're DIY. Mm. Oh, you had a big old gardening mishap that turned out to be a pool underneath. Then you don't show the pool. (sighs) Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. It I feel that one to to soul. no end. Like I yeah. need I need to walk away from my phone um at that point because I don't know if you know there's a lot of things happening in the world that I should definitely be madder at. Nah. But boy. No. no, you need the money shot. Right. Thank yes. you. Yes. Greg. <laughs> Anything bothering you? Hey, 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 comic that I run into backstage at the comedy store when I'm looking at my notes and getting ready to go on and do new shit. And you go, hey, Greg, how you doing? And I go, hey. And then they go, you don't remember me. And I go, 
That's fucking right. And you know why I don't remember you? Because you weren't memorable. Don't flip it on me. Don't be passive aggressive and expect me to remember you did a 10 minute guest spot on a show in Philly 12 years ago. I don't fucking remember you because you haven't tried hard enough. You haven't been interesting enough and you didn't make an impression on me. Yeah, I don't remember you. Get the fuck out of my face and go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Oh, that was so good. Mm. Oh, it's awesome. That was so good. good. Thank you. I wish you knew his name. (laughs) (laughs) It was me. You should have tried harder. (laughs) You know what? I have one that's actually. It was me, but I was wearing a mask, so (laughs) I I don't take it personally. (laughs) I have one that is similar to Allie's, and I don't know if, if it doesn't inspire well, it actually does inspire some misplaced rage in me, and it's kind of a me problem. But when I am watching a TikTok video and they're like, here's five, you know, things that blah, 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 or 10 things that I didn't repurchase, da, 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 I just want the list. I don't want like, here's, you know, let's say it's five pens, this pen, five great pens, this one. And then they go into like two paragraphs about this one. I don't want the paragraphs. I just right. want the list. list I them. don't need the commentary. TikToks are too long for you. <laughs> Sadly, they are. I just, if I need, and it's funny because I couldn't be more long-winded myself and I don't get to the point ever. Maybe it's because I see myself in there. However, people who don't just get to the point, other people who don't just get to the point in your TikToks. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. That's right. An aggressive show. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it has to be. Jesus. Anyone else have any? Yeah. Any? Did you say I you was going to do? I was going to do one for the the. We went to frozen yogurt. Uh, oh it yeah, was Owen's first time at frozen yogurt. Oh, too. Uh, and he, he was just in heaven. You get to the part where you're putting the toppings on and there's just like a wall of candy and his mind was sitting there just blown. And then this fucking asshole who I think works for the, uh, the Anaheim Angels organization based on his hat and his license plate comes in and just barges in front of a three-year-old to start scooping this like motherfucker. So I was going to do that, but I got a better one. And that I think is, you just did it though, didn't you? Well, you just you can table that one. Okay. Obit writers who do not include oh, yeah. the cause of death. Oh. You can all go fuck yourself. It's yeah. all I care about. I don't care about the philanthropic work and how much their loved ones love them and they're going to miss them. Boo-hoo. I don't care about where they went to school or whatever. I just want to know how they died. It's that's AIDS. It. <laughs> just whatever. Just start. See, either, yes, it's that's either how it AIDS should be. or autoerotic asphyxiation. Great. If that's how every it, obit should yeah. be. Every obit should be. Okay. We should standardize it. It's like, you know, Joe Smith, 54 AIDS and then get into it. You know, yeah. Sally Neubauer. Uh, what about a uh, cancer? You know, blah 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 blah. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Boom. Like Bolts. whatever it is. Yeah. Get to it. It's yeah. all I care it about. It is, especially in the early days of COVID. That's what everyone wanted to know. Was it there's, COVID? There are so many yeah. people who have passed away. All right. Use a politically correct term, and uh, I have no idea how they did it. How? What happened? 
Mm. Who knows? Who knows? They just vanished from the earth. And Mm. also, there are some people that are friends of friends who vanished from the earth. And I feel like a, almost like a weird ghoul for being hung up on wanting to know how. And so I'm just like, I'll just not, I guess I just won't know. Yeah. Because it feels morbid to want to know, but it also feels very human to want to know. Yeah, there's all this judgment about it, like, oh, they deserve their privacy. Privacy, you don't get privacy after you die. You're dead. Well, no, it's all open. Everything is open. Open casket. You don't get, what are you going to care about someone knowing your shit after you die? You don't care. You're dead. Hmm. So it's like a little privacy. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. I, I hereby say to the world that you can find out how I died. Mm. I don't need it to be some damn secret. I'm just trying to think after I die if I want any of my weird shit kept private. Maybe a little bit. We'll talk. I don't journals? need death by bear, so I'm ready. <laughs> Do you have diaries and journals that people will find that have things in them you wouldn't want them to read? Me? Burn them now. I think I exposed shit. all of mine on explosive diary. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Those were some good segments. That was a good segment. Thanks, everyone. Um, I think it is now time to say hello and welcome to our new patrons. Patreon. All right, listen. <clears throat> a lot of an influx of new patrons, which I could not be more excited about. Um, so, in the interest of time, I'm going to break this into two lists. So, if you don't hear your name, if you don't get your shout out this week, you're going to hear it next week. So, do not fret. Hello and welcome to Shonda Jackson. She is at the texting level. Hello and welcome to Kathy Lowry, to Ann Lastinger, who is at the uh, set up for an annual subscription and increase to the texting level, to Paulina Kramer, to Leslie Riley, to Jen Elsner, to Katie Bureau, who's at the texting level, to Ivan Garcia, to Gabrielle Fonseca, to Elizaveta Ramnarine, to Sarah... Parks, who increased to texting level, to Rihanna Michelle, to Megan Riley, to Eugenia, and to Amanda Keel. Again, everyone else, I will read your names uh, next week. Hello and welcome and thank you. Patreon.com. <laughs> slash Allison Rosen. Okay. With I our feel remaining- like my just mere, any, everyone should have been, when you hear the last name Jackson, why doesn't everyone go, ooh, like I did right then and realized- I am so alone. Mm-hmm. Just That's me. Why. Yep. Why. Someone else is going to write in. All right. You know what? I feel like I'm I can not. bust through the. No, I'm going to say I. I. I I'm going to like with my kids where I say something and then I go back on it and I realize that's not good parenting. You got to stick with it. I said I was dividing this list in two, and even though I think that I could bust through it in this episode, I'm going to save it till the next one. I think we have time to do a quick. Who knows Allison best quiz? Now, oh, typically, shit. typically, Uh-oh. I have a guest <gasps> do a like. I gotta go. I yeah. have a guest. I got another call. Do a who knows phone. them best quiz. But I didn't want to burden you guys with making someone write a quiz. So I was like, it's been a long time since I've done a who knows Allison best quiz. And the challenge for me in writing this quiz was how do I make it fair and not give Daniel the edge? Because obviously, mm. he lives with me. Um, 
and has children with me and is married to me. Um, so which is a gift or a curse. I don't know. So anyway, I have put together a quiz of things which I believe <clears throat> are things which I have over the years probably mentioned on the show. So longtime listeners should be able to figure this out, but I don't think any of you guys necessarily will know. So who among you guys knows me best? It's a multiple choice quiz. Okay. As a young atheist, I tried to invent a religion and will myself to believe in it. Was the central deity named A, Queen Koala, B, Father Duck, C, the all-powerful duck, D, King Koala? Let me know if you need me to read those again. And just put your hand up when you have your answer. All right. Looks like we have some answers. Uh, Allie, what do you think? I'm going to go all-powerful duck. Okay. Greg? All-powerful duck. C. All right. Jeff? Also C. Daniel? I think father duck. Okay. I'm sorry. None of you are correct. (laughs) Wow. The answer is King Koala. Oh, he's a good rapper, too. (laughs) All right. I just got to keep score here. So far, no one has any points. Wonderful. Okay. Number two. When I was a child, I saw a horror movie at a slumber party that scared me for years. Was it A, Poltergeist, B, the Exorcist, C, Sybil, D, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Poltergeist, Exorcist, Sybil, or Nightmare on Elm Street. Hand up in the air when you have your answer. Okay. Allie, what do you think? I feel like timing-wise and child age-wise, it's Freddy Krueger, and it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Greg, what do you think? Uh Uh-oh. I'm also going to say Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Jeff, what do you think? I'm going to say Sybil, just because it's the time-wise, I don't think it fits, but it's a a little bit of an outlier. Mm -hmm. All right. Daniel, what do you think? I'm going to go with B, Exorcist. Okay. Daniel is correct. Mm. He might have he might have the husband edge on that one. He may have. Um, I suspect he does. Now- oh, Okay. <laughs> is that because during a fight she screamed, your mother sucks cock in hell? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, where did you get that? <laughs> um, but I did see Sybil in my high school psychology class, and it did- disturb me greatly and traumatize me deeply for years. So that was a bit of a trick. 16 Uh, personalities. What'd you say? She had 16 personalities. Yeah. Later that was debunked as uh, not a true story, but at the time it was sold as a true story. Um, I'm just trying to get one personality going. Yeah. (laughs) Any day now. Okay. Three. I mispronounced all of the following words 
except which. So I said, and over Zoom, this will be fun, the word mitten as midden, so the T as Ds, mitten as midden, bra as brawl, exercise as exercise, or spaghetti as paschetti. Let me know if you guys need those again. A. This is on your show? No, sorry. (laughs) Also fair. No, this is when I was a child. Oh, okay. Oh, when you were a child. Yeah. Sorry. I, uh, sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase. As a child, I mispronounced all of the following. Mitten as midden, bra as brawl, exercise as exercise, or spaghetti as paschetti. Which one is not something that I said? Regularly. So you said three of those regularly. Yes, yes. One you didn't. Got it. Okay. Okay, Allie, what do you think? Why is a kid talking about bras, you weirdo? (laughs) Brawls. Okay. Greg? Biscetti. Okay. Biscetti. Daniel? Same. Biscetti. Okay. Jeff? Biscetti. Two on the nose. Too easy. You guys are are correct. I I did not say biscetti. Um... Allie, I don't know why I was talking about brawls, but I was. Bras. Wait, so who's right? The men are right. Oh. Wait, so you did you never said Pischetti? I never said Pisc- I don't think I said Pischetti, no. Wow. Oh, I said Owen Owen pronounces watermelon water lemon. Yeah. Aww. And there's a kid did in his you? class named Lennon that he calls Lemon. Lemon. <laughs> okay, so Greg has a point. I had Jeff a has I had a, a, a an Daniel uncle I had an uncle named Porter. And his wife was Penny, and I thought his name was Quarter. <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple that we knew, and their names were Len and Heather, and behind their backs, we used to call them Hen and Leather. Nice, nice. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a, that sounds like a shop in Brooklyn. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Over the years, I have a... Over the years, I have had a crush on all of the following uh, personalities, movie stars, TV stars, except which one. So I have not had a crush on one of these. Which one is it? A, River Phoenix. B, Andrew McCarthy. C, Tom Cruise. D, Corin Corky Nemec, who played Parker Lewis in Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Okay, Allie. Tom Cruise. Greg. Tom Cruise. Daniel. It's my guess too, Tom Cruise. Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to go with Cornemic. Okay. Well, Allie, you're on the board. I, I've never liked Finally. Tom Cruise. <gasps> He doesn't exude any sexuality. There's no girl that's ever had a crush on Tom Cruise. Is that true, Allie? Feels right. I never have, no. Interesting. No. I th- Andrew McCarthy, though. Oh, good Lord. Still. Yeah. Still. Wait, love. wasn't Robin Short just talking about being in love with Tom Cruise and kissing a poster or something? Really? Like, Was she? Ago? Maybe. Yeah. I think so. I've, oh, my wow. sense 
was that a lot of gals liked Tom Cruise. I remember a a woman named Rosie O'Donnell saying she had a crush on Tom Cruise, which later turned out to be a little bit wonky, Mm. as she, Mm -hmm. in fact, prefers Penelope Cruise. Mm. Um, We're going to have to find out. We're going to... Okay, listeners... Do you find Tom Cruise? Yes. No, Jeff, you're right. Because she was saying that she went to see the new Top Gun and her feelings about Tom Cruise came back. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she was she was over him at a young age. And then when she saw the new one, she. She backslid. Let us know if you like Tom Cruise. Write in A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. Okay. Or tweet us. Um, does someone have something to say? Because we have our last question. Now, uh, Allie, has, Allie and Jeff have one point. Greg has two points. Daniel has three points. Um, I do have a tiebreaker if we need it. Okay. Oh, we're going to need it. We're going to fucking need it. <laughs> Five. When I was 16, my parents worried I was about to become sexually active, even though I wasn't, sent me to an awfully judgmental gynecologist who famously said, which of the following? And this is a bit of a visual. A, this is a visual. (laughs) Unprotected sex, just don't do it. B, oral sex, just don't do it. C, premarital sex, just don't do it. Or D, anal sex. Just don't do it. Whoa. Oof. Do you guys need those again? Oh, my God. Everyone's finger just went up. <laughs> okay. Allie. I feel like he was covering his bases and just said premarital. Okay. I feel like if he said don't have anal sex to a 15-year-old, maybe get a new gynecologist. Yeah. All right. Focus on the front part. You know what I'm saying? Right. Up your butt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? Well, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with anal because that's the only one that really, I think, takes you, paints, paints a, a very specific mental picture. Okay. Greg, what do you think? <laughs> Wait, Back hang on. Door. Back I gotta door. take it. I gotta take a Back door for the tie for the tie and the tiebreaker. Hold that up again. Anal. Perfect. Okay. And Daniel, what do you think? Up your butt. <laughs> I, I, I recall this story being traumatic. Um, so I'm going with anal, but look I at my think, balls. I think it's possible he just said premarital too like just covered all bases so those are but i'm gonna go with uh d anal that's your final answer oh they can suck my nuts okay the the correct answer is anal sex just don't do it oh my gosh i know i left there emotionally prepubescent i was so like he like scared the sh- the bejesus out of i remember him being like girls are coming in here with warts on their throat and it you know and like something some de- which was 
by the way, like not even true. And something that would like, I remember literally the phrase, because it's funny, I just said bejesus, which is like a memory, like something was scarring the bejesus out of their side. He just scared the the shit out of me about everything. And I was, I left there and I'm like, I'm never having sex. Like, oh, it was so awful. Anyway. And now <laughs> this country, it's like he would fit in with what's happening in this country. I hope he's mm. dead. Okay. Um, just for fun though, I feel we should do the tiebreaker. I really feel like Daniel should have picked something besides anal on the final answer just to set up the possibility of a tie break. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about the show, Greg. You're right. Think like a producer. Okay. I mean, part of me wants to say, "Does do you know my middle name? But on the off chance that Daniel does. Mm. I feel like I do. Why would I? I don't know. You might write it down. Oh, should we just do? Do you know my no? Uh, the question, Daniel. You, do you feel you know my? Without saying it, do you feel you know my middle name right now? Yes. You do. Okay. Um, he forgot it when we went to the hospital when I was in labor, but that was a unique circumstance. Um, okay. I know my, your middle name. You do. Okay. Yeah. My middle name is Michelle. Oh. Does I it wrote have- down Denise? <laughs> oh, I like that. Two L's. <laughs> Okay, that was the question. Never mind. Oh, were you? You win. The question was: Does it have one L or two? Well, I asked the question. That oh, you asked. No. Damn it. Let me see if I can get another another tiebreaker real fast. Oh boy. Um. Okay. Hang on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Everyone's come up with one. On. Okay. Um, give me a minute. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. You know there isn't a tie, right? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is gonna be a fill in the blank. Okay. So I don't know how this, and we'll just see spiritually who gets the closest, and I will determine it. Okay. Famously in Allison mythology and lore, my mother wrote my name in my underwear when I went to college. I had a crush on a guy. I left my underwear at his house. We were not hooking up. I don't, it's, I had my period. I had an extra pair of underwear in my purse. I, it's a long story. You look like you've been chowing box, man. I, he and I would get together and play guitar I had an issue of Guitar Player Magazine. We would get together and like play the tablature. And I went back to college and I called his mom's house because that's where he lived. And I told her that I left something at his house. I was referring to my issue of Guitar Player Magazine that famously had which song in it that we had been practicing together. But it's mortifying because I just called her and said I left something at his house and needed to pick it up. And she must have thought, yeah, you skanky ho ho. It I'm was your needy underwear. And I'm available. So anyway, the year was 1993, 1994. The year was 1994. What song, the tablature to what song 
were we getting together to practice? I need a genre. Alternative rock. Touch the tushy, touch the tushy, tushy, touch the tushy, touch the tushy, tushy, touch the tushy. Hmm. This is a tough one. I know. Um, I'm trying to think. I could like maybe give you guys a like. Fill in the blank was really making it hard there, sweetie. Arguably, someone might say that it was a little bit of a one hit wonder. Mm hmm. Okay. And. Right. The lead singer passed away. Oh, oh. I got it. I got hmm. it. Okay. Oh. oh, I was going to say, oh, so. I'm not playing. Just kidding. It's only that. I want to let you play. Oh. You can too, yeah. I gave but I it made can't a- be any any sort of one-hit wonder if it was Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, no. Unless know. in Allison's head, that was a one hit. <laughs> well, I think I gave I gave too many hints for you Daniel, did. unfortunately. Hmm. Damn it! But I'll go last. Do you have a guess, Greg? Uh is it Soundgarden? Was that the band? No, oh. but that's a really good guess. I shouldn't have given my hint. I have botched the end of this game. You, you totally botched it. I, I messed up, Daniel. Uh, do you know what it is? No I rain. Get, yeah, it was blind melons. No rain. Blind melons. Aww. I gave it, it away. A sexy song to be playing. I'm yeah. 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 Temple Pilots. <laughs> oh, that's good too. Yeah. Jesus, that would give me my period too. Song. <laughs> uh, you guys, this could not have been more fun. It's. I guess it's good to know Daniel knows me best. Is it? I was hoping for a different outcome because that'd be you know more newsworthy, but still. Um. And I learned that Daniel's not Jewish today. Yeah. I know people always think they assume he is they, because of my 98 per, or 100, whatever percent I am at this point. But yeah, he's not. Um, Greg, where can we find you, et cetera? You can find me in Venice Beach this summer, baby. Hanging nice. out on the sand, riding some waves, checking out some chicks. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Rocking some stolen Uggs. <laughs> Uh, just check out the podcast, Fitz Dog Radio and Sunday Papers. Otherwise, all love to Allah. You but also childish. Dog. Yeah. Childish. Also, oh, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you heard of that show? We're on it. <laughs> I, I actually was, th- that's what I was thinking. I felt like we're on childish, so I didn't plug it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sure. And also, we have a show together, if you enjoyed this. It's called Childish. It comes out, you know. Um, Allie, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Patreon with a nice gentleman that I used to do mornings with on K-Rock named Bean. And the show is just Allie and Bean, a cup of tea and a chat. Because he was in London, but now he's moving to New Orleans. It's a whole thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't know if we have to change it huh. to like a cup of tea and a beignet. Wait, I a thought he lived of, in New yeah. Orleans. Um, he did, but then he moved to London oh. in 2017, and now he's moving back to New Orleans in a couple months. Just announced. Yeah. Mm. We're all oh, over no. the map. Yeah. Wow. Great. And uh, so we're at patreon.com, Allie and Bean. Yeah. Great. I, I've got to be better at promoting this. Well, but yes. Patreon. Okay. <laughs> and... Wait, do I do Jeff or Daniel first? I don't know anymore. 
Jeff, what about you? You got to do Daniel first. He's your husband. He knows you best. I guess. I mean, yeah. I oftentimes I, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, Daniel. <laughs> wow. Decisive. Uh, Daniel. Yeah, you can find me at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, it's a very exciting place. Those two places. Jeff. Full of opinions. You can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on Twitter. And if you want to check out a political podcast, try The Axe Files with David Axelrod from the University of Chicago and CNN Audio. This week, David's guest is America's sweetheart, Kellyanne Conway. Oh. Oh. Wow. Listen, you guys, if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, make sure you're subscribed. Tell your friends. Make sure you're following in whatever app. Leave us nice comments. We read them on the show. Listen to my other podcast, the aforementioned Childish and Upworthy Weekly, which comes out on Saturdays. I already mentioned my Patreon. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Um, my guest this Monday, no, this the one that already came out, uh, I had a one-on-one with Tony Thaxton from the road. So check that out. And that's also on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. This was super fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 